Roll Death Brigade Podcast with Randy Rocket Cody. It's Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with me, Randy Rocket Cody of TheMetalDen.com. It is July 18, 2021, Sunday. Hope everyone's doing real good and having a great weekend out there celebrating uh, my birthday here uh, on July 16th. So it's been birthday weekend for me and just getting lit up. And celebrating with my wife and family and friends and just uh, really tripping out that these years just keep going by so so damn fast. So this show, uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, cover a lot of ground, uh, different things I'll be discussing uh, in relation to what the coming content that you'll see at TheMetalDen.com and my personal site, RandyRocketCody.com. I will have uh, in this podcast a little later on, you'll hear a snippet from my recent July 1st interview on FM Rock Radio WQEE 99.1 Rise and Shine Morning uh, Show with host Ryan O'Neill. And we're discussing the the death investigation that's now going on four years here coming up on July 20th for Chester Bennington. So did a lot of the... uh, connection with Chris Cornell. Of course, you know, his birthday is on July 20th. So his investigation, how that connects as well back to Chester and this whole huge pedophile scandal, this elite pedophile ring that myself and many other researchers and investigators have been on the trail of to expose to the world. And so there's a lot more information coming out on that. I'll have uh, actually here on July 20th, uh, I will have part three of Chester Bennington's report that I've been working on. And it's going to be heavy. Uh, That's titled Chester Bennington, The Big Sleep, and Lucifer's Witching Hour. So get ready for part three. You'll see that at randyrocketcody.com site. But before we get rocking with some music, let's go ahead and talk about some of the most recent news stories that you'll find at the MetalDen.com site. We have uh, Ravenous uh, have announced a new album. Canadian Metal Fest, Loud as Hell, has revealed the 2021 lineup. Iron Maiden has debuted a new song. And it's titled The Writing on the Wall. Buck Cherry has teamed up with Strung to raise money for charity. And that's the guitar string jewelry that helps raise money for music education. So check that out. Megadeth is going to release Unplugged in Boston. So that's slated to, to drop. That's a 2001 acoustic concert, uh, reportedly, that they'll be putting out 
August 20th via Cleopatra Records. Some sad news to report Cinderella guitarist Jeff Labar has passed away at 58. No cause of death has been revealed. Uh, I've seen a lot of different tributes going on for, for Jeff. I think that's really cool. Really talented guy and sorry to see him go. Rest in peace, brother. Cyrox is signed with Wormhole Death. So they're an Austrian death thrash metal act. You have to check them out. That's C-Y-R-O-X, Cyrox. Hope I got that right. Vince Neal, uh, lewd, crude, and rude report that I posted, uh, that I wrote here earlier uh, that you definitely need to check out. I mean, it's, wow, this one's causing a lot of controversy. Um, and it's not just about Vince's weight and his issues with the singing. He's got uh, this issue now about racism and being, being uh, an alleged racist now. Now, this is coming from uh, the Bullet Boys vocalist, Mark Torian. So, you got to read this report because it goes into detail about exactly what happened there with uh, the alleged incident going back to the Hollywood days, uh, early days of Motley Crue, and the Bullet Boys were on the same bill. And uh, I believe they said it was at the, at the uh, Whiskey a go-go. And um, Vince Neal allegedly called Mark Torian a beaner. And so, and, and there had more other words and whatnot, and uh, Tommy Lee came out and, and you know, stuck up for uh, for Mark and whatnot. But you got to check out the story. And actually, there's a, a podcast that you can listen to and hear Mark's full story on that. There's a link in that press release uh, or that report that I put up. So check that out again. That's Vince Neil, Lude, Crude, and Rude. Okay, so that's pretty much it. You know, check out the latest stories. They're always getting updated at themetalden.com. As well, check out all the uh, most recent reports I've been doing for Chester Bennington, Chris Cornell, and all just all the different bunch of, you know, Brandon Lee. We'll have more coming up on his uh his investigation, the Zodiac Killer, all sorts of stuff. Definitely want to thank everybody who's supporting my podcast and getting the word out as well as my reports. And, you know, I see all of you who are still doing it. I really appreciate it. I'm really happy with the fact that even though my Metal Den Twitter got shut down along with the Metal Den YouTube channel, that we're still doing it, you know. People are still really responding to everything I'm doing. I'm still running my uh, Twitter page, Rocket Metal Den, and Randy Rocket Cody on Facebook. So you can always check me out there and get your latest updates. But I will be back on FM Rock Radio uh, coming up here the first Thursday of August. And so I'll let you all know what's going to be happening with that here shortly. That'll be Thursday, August 5th. Let you know about the details of what that show will be about. But again, I'll have a little snippet here coming up that will give you about a good 20 minutes or so of my hour-long uh, interview that I did on FM Rock Radio WQE uh, with Ryan O'Neill. And so it's just real heavy stuff. And all I can say is what's coming up that you're going to uh, read with the, uh, the next Chester Bennington report, the, the final, the concluding 
article in, in that report, that three-part report, I mean, it, it's going to blow people's minds. So uh, I hope everyone's been uh, keeping up on all the different stories related to in, in investigations, or I should say, uh, you know, legal proceedings for Ghislaine uh, Maxwell. All the stuff that's going on that's starting to connect the dots between all these different worldwide networks, pedophile networks, and how, how it all relates to as well the modeling industry, the porn industry. So I'm going to be presenting a lot of different evidence that's going to support everything that I've talked about all along in terms of Chester and Chris Cornell being murdered for what they were going to uncover to the public related to Frazzle Drip, Pizzagate, and, and all of the stuff that goes back to even the Pedogate stuff that we've you know you've been hearing about for many, many years. And it stems all the way back to the satanic panic of the eighties and McMartin preschool, the Presidio, daycare scandal. And, uh, of course, the, the Franklin scandal. And that was the, that was the real uh, big one tied to uh, the Bush, Bush Sr. So, you know, people who just kind of dilly-dally when they try to learn about this stuff, unless you're reading what I'm reporting, you're not getting the, the truth. So... If, if you're listening to this and, and you're like, you know, I've never read anything that he's reported on, you know, go check out randyrockandcody.com. Tons of heavy reports there that you can research yourself and find out that it's all true, <laughs> that we're dealing with some serious, serious bad juju here, people, and it's only going to get worse. People can turn the cheek and they can deny the facts that I'm putting out there and all these different re reports and investigations I'm doing and I'm just doing it out of you know from really just feeling really pissed off and feeling sorry for all these people who are getting taken out by the new world order and no one's doing anything about it and the only way that we can do something about it is by exposing it so we have to we have to we have to flip the script. We have to be the ones who start taking control of the situation. And kids are disappearing all around, not just America, all around the world right now. They're just vanishing. And these are a lot of these kids are related. It goes to the uh, foster care, the child protective services, and they're not doing the right thing by these these poor little kids. And so I'm here to stand up. I'm here to tell people, you know what? Someone's got to do something about this. And if we don't protect our children, then what are we really going to have? And if you're really not, you know, willing to go down the rabbit hole, then you don't want to read what I'm reporting because the stuff that I'm exposing and, and revealing for the first time to the public, it's just, it's truly mind-blowing stuff. So, as I said, just get ready for those uh, coming reports as well. Chris Cornell, I'll have his final part three of his report. 
that people have been tripping out on. Chris Cornell, the Illuminati, and the Bloodline cult. So that all happened before this month is over. So get ready and please spread the word. And thank you very much again for everyone who is doing that. Because that's what keeps, you know, an independent journalist like me going. All right, let's get rocking with some music.
Hey, brother, it's Randy. Hey, what's up, my brother? <laughs> Not much, man. Waking up. Ah, good. Good, good, good. We're getting ready to go into the news here. All right. Oh, my Lord. I like leading it to you with all these news stories I have. Oh, yeah, absolutely, these, uh, true bro. True crime stories, yeah. All right. True crime, I mean, the other days were fun, but I think true crime Thursday is mine most. Uh, I have more fun with it yeah. for some reason because we dive more into the reality of it than we do the entertainment side of it. Yeah. And that's what I like about it is, is we dive more into that than anything. And then I can, I can come down on, I can come, and, and, and I can come down on people on Thursday too about, yeah. oh, look at this idiot doing this. Oh, it's very, it's very political. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, it's uh, a political forum. I mean, it's uh almost one of one of its kind right now in terms of at the level that we're at um, hitting reaching so many people um, not just by the radio but by the internet you know yeah yeah and um with that I mean I got people Randy I got people now that are trying to invest in this show trying to get some stuff in this show I've got a marketing company out of New York City a uh, buddy of mine who does film, he's an author and he's a uh, actor and everything, got them in touch with me. I got the former lead singer from the 1980s version of Iron Butterfly wanting to do stuff on my show. He got his girlfriend, for, you know, voicing over like an alien weather for me, like an alien, alien from another planet, and she's <laughs> doing my daily weather. So I got, I got all kinds of things going on. And dude, I, I, I tried to talk to Coast to Coast AM about uh, hosting their Saturday night. Yeah. And they went back and started going after some of my clients. Really? That I had on, on there that I, I talked to. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that funny. let me know that, that let me know that what I'm doing in the morning is really affecting those type of programs. Mm hmm And, um, and there's like four or five people I'm trying to bring in on the show, so I'm hoping that I send some information to a guy that is a broadcaster that owns some stations. I'm hoping that he can invest into putting a show on some of his stations to be able to invest in it. And the marketing people, I mean, they're right now, they're working with Dee Snyder on his new album. They're working with, they're doing a film with the guys, and this, this is a documentary, but it's funny, they're doing a film with the OMTV rap guys, Ed Love and Dr. Dre. Okay. And the guy that's a buddy of mine, he's good friends with them, he used to, they all used to do a radio morning show in New York years ago. Mm -hmm. And so they all trying to look into my show, and they're all like, it's, it's something different and weird in the mornings, and, <laughs> and my guest, by having you guys come on, I mean, me being funny and comedy and serious and then having you guys come on doing different things, things that nobody else is doing, mm -hmm. things that other shows are afraid to do, honestly, yeah. honestly, wow. they they want to stick to a typical format that, that are, if, if they're going to have true crime or ghost, they're going to stick to a format that's only with what we've seen on television, Yeah. where with me, uh, I bring Bible theorists on here. Oh, you blow it right open, wide open, man. That's, and, you know. Yeah, and I bring paranormal on here, and I bring you on here, and true crime on here, and I and people are giving the real deal on all that, and it's not, it's not 
on television is not cookie cutter. No. And they they know they can't do that. Mm-hmm. And they they all they try to go after the people that they know they can get this kind of cookie cutter in the first place. But those people still like would rather deal with me because they get the full forty five minutes on here talking about you know you know commercials and stuff, but they still get the full forty five minutes mm-hmm. of them talking mm-hmm. without me trying to really do nothing stuff or ask the question. Yeah, you know, and these other hosts it's more about well you know now that we we went through that question, I want to tell you about my experience with it. I want to say, you know every once in a while I might have uh, uh, something I say because you guys mm-hmm. might have something that jars jars my memory or give yeah. me. A, another question to ask, mm-hmm. but with him, they want to go, I know, I mean, because they spent three, two or three hours with him, and they want to just talk about, you know, I mean, I've listened to these shows, this is like Everett, who's one of my guests, who used to host uh, Space Out Radio Saturday Night, he told me, that what he likes about what we do is we get straight to the point, and even he's come on talking about paranormal with me on Wednesdays, he said, we get straight to the point, and we don't spend three or four hours talking about it, and he said, that uh, he, he sees shows where they the guests are pretty much done in an hour and a half, and they're just kind of winging it out for three hours yeah. or two and a half hours, mm-hmm. and it just gets to the point where it the discussion is gone. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know if you know I like, I have I have a couple of guests that you know like you. And a few other ones, you have more than enough. You know, a lot of times we may may or may not finish mm-hmm. everything you guys talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have more than enough, which is what I look for. Yeah. I have one or two guests that they have just a certain amount. And mm-hmm. then I might have to expand it out, but we stay on that same topic yeah. or something. Exactly. But, but it, it doesn't get watered down with a bunch of, yeah. you know... Just yeah, gobbledygook, and, and, you know. And, and that's what I, I think that people are noticing that. And I know my, I guess you would call it my competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I'd make their show better on Saturday night for taking all my guests with me to Saturday night. But I guess they were just like, uh, no, we're not going to talk to this guy because then he'd probably get higher ratings. <laughs> and, yeah. and look, this marketing company is going to help me get some account, not only for the show, but for the station. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's another thing. I mean, you know, I, sponsors are, sponsors are going to want to be on this. I mean, they're going to be able to be on here, and they're going to be like, "Look, we're sponsoring something that's real, and not sponsoring something that is cookie cutter." You know, the hell, yeah, if that you can get anywhere. Ted Bundy, mm-hmm. Ted Bundy. We would talk about the cookie cutter BS. We talk about the real stuff he did. Yeah, we would get down to the you know the fact that that that, that the Bundy family is a bloodline family. Yeah, you know I mean, mean? And that's, they just wanted to make him into a star, and it's like the Zodiac Killer thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you're gonna have a pretty soon have an update on that because they just had this uh, uh, guy. Just they think they may have finally figured out who he was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like that's but that's everybody every every week's got a different zodiac theory you know what I mean and uh, for me um, you know yeah I think that that's that's a definitely a big one I mean I get a lot of people asking every day people hit me up on my Twitter um, 
when's when you know gonna put some more stuff up about you know the zodiac killer case and um asking me about michael Aquino. and uh yeah. you know and so uh, but the funny thing with that people have to realize is that when i um when i was the first guy when i first i was the very first guy to to you know proposition or i shouldn't say proposition but propose um michael Aquino, formerly of church of satan and now uh temple set um when i announced that, that he was and i did it on your show when i announced my that, that he was my uh my number one you know guy that i was focusing on um the church of satan and a, and a bunch of other different outlets came out and all of a sudden michael Aquino's passed away so you know i think i think that people need to look at that and because he was heavy making a lot of heavy youtube appearances right before that and some of them have been scrubbed i i some of them actually been pulled down there's still some out there but uh they definitely tried to uh cl clean up the trail a little bit in terms of his activity before he was supposedly had, had died so that looked like he, he was possibly sick for a while or whatnot but yeah i think people yeah. I, i've i've got a lot more coming on that okay How you doing? That's a heck of an opening. Woo! I feel like I just I won the heavyweight uh, championship. There we go. I guess I've knocked out quite a few people. Thank you, brother. Thank you. I appreciate that. Okay. I'll take that, brother. I'll take I'll take Stone Cold. Hell yeah. Hell yeah.
Thank you very much. Yeah, that, that's a great question. That's a million dollar question. Um, I probably got that question a lot more than any other question concerning uh, Chester uh, that people just straight up have asked me by email or on my Twitter or whatnot in um, mess direct messages. And so uh, really, that's what this three-part report is about. Um, part two has just been posted today at randyrocketcody.com. Chester Bennington, The Big Sleep and Lucifer's Witching Hour. And um, part three will be coming out on July 20th, which will be the four-year anniversary of Chester's death. That actually also is Chris Cornell's birthday. So as I spoke about before, you know, they were really tight. You know, they were really good friends. Uh, a lot of people don't realize this, that Chester was a godfather to one of Chris's kids. And um, so they were very close. And so that... Part of what I'm trying to do with this three-part report and the deep dive that I provided in, in the report that's posted today at randyrocketcody.com is, is to give you a deeper understanding of, of the environment that he that he was in, uh, he and Chris, uh, what was going on in terms of um, the, real, the real nuts and bolts of this human trafficking scandal that's been... Uh, it's been called Pizzagate. It's been referred to as Pedogate. That that actually refers to an even older uh, situation that was going on way back into the 80s, the Satanic Panic. If anybody knows about that, McMartin, um, you know the situation with Aquino himself at the Presidio daycare scandal. So, uh, but the Pizzagate thing that that's what I'm trying to get people to understand is that it's it's not a hoax. That you know. Chester and Chris were uh, definitely made privy to uh, to this um, what we've talked about with the frazzle drip and the uh, and this uh, this black book that included all these uh, elite uh, you know inner circle people who were a part of the the Epstein Jeffrey Epstein uh, you know human trafficking ring. And so we, we get deeper in, into all that and giving you an understanding of what what they were, um, you know, what they were surrounded by. And, and people like Courtney Love, whose name appears in the black book, and she she turns out she's best friends with uh, with Courtney Love. I mean, with uh, uh, Chris Cornell's wife, Vicky. So Courtney and, and Vicky here, you've got now she, they're both together at at uh, Chris's funeral suspiciously. Uh, right. Everybody knows who follows me that I've been writing about Kurt Cobain as well. That I've I've laid the smack down, if you will, on her in terms of saying that she has something legitimately to do, I believe, with uh, with uh, Kurt Cobain's death. So you just start putting all this together, and you look at the fact that there's now there's uh, some pretty pretty uh, legitimate uh, articles that ha have been starting to roll out from other sources saying that she's got some kind of thing going on with Prince Andrew. Right. So 
And Prince Andrew, we know he's been really under fire, uh, even though the royal family is trying to distance themselves from him right now. Um, so that, that's what that's what's you know I, I really can't give up too much more because the the July twentieth article that's going to drop is going to be such a bombshell um, that it's going to really I think give people that that real the answer that they need to get them off the fence once and for all in terms of believing believing that any of this is true. Talking about John Podesta? John Podesta, that's who I'm talking about. Yeah. I won't say this because I didn't know these good things were going to happen to me. And I yeah, uh, John Podesta, you know, he's just a real big part of this story. And uh, what people have to do is, is again, is go back to the WikiLeaks. Uh, that, that um, you know, those emails, whether they were leaked, however they were however it happened, uh, um, hacked, um, that John Podesta and this whole spirit cooking thing that's gone on with Marina Abramovich, and it was John and his brother. And that's what those emails were about. And and so there's a lot of people, and that's, you know, that's a, one of many different types of satanic rituals. And, um, and so people started to... It for, it's either people are either able to once they come to the road and it becomes a uh, you know it splits into two roads it's you can either keep going down the dark path to the truth or you can go ahead and divert yourself to what you're talking about which is the utter nonsense and just um, you know propaganda that's been put out by by the Illuminati uh, and, and they hold they hold the power of the media you know, they, they dominate the media, the National Press Club. Uh, that's all tied into Bohemian Grove. And so people need to understand that. So that's why there's such a cover-up going on is because there's a lot of powerful people that are connected to this. We're talking Les Wexner, yeah. Victoria's Secret, uh, Jean-Luc Brunel, uh, famous French modeling agent, uh, all sorts sorts of people that, you know, that I've, that I've uh, started to target, like Prince Andrew, that it really does go deeper than what they're admitting to, and so that <clears throat> that starts to get you going. Well, when you're an investigator and you're and you're already covering one thing, and it starts to blow up, and you're on the trail, and this thing just starts to really blow up in front of you, and people are still saying, "Oh, but I had this limited, you know, contact with him," or da da da. But there's there's 
uh, information and evidence that says says uh, says that definitely there's something bigger going on there, then I have to keep going down that trail. That's just that's what you know a real true journalist does. As ugly as it is, and it's not pretty, and it's not something that I would advise many people to do because you know once you start getting into the world of black magic and true Satanism, um, and 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 the cult you know uh, that that we're speaking about, which is an elite cult that's been around and and operating for quite some time. Uh, and and with complete immunity, you know, people get scared, and they just and they don't want the CIA, you know, coming down on them or somebody trying to start you know, stalking them, you know, uh, and and giving them problems in life. And so that's where I think a lot of people get scared, and, and they'll choose whether it's the reader or it's the writer. They're going to go ahead and go, you know what? I'm going to keep this cookie cutter. I'm going to keep it, you know, G-rated for my own for my own sanity. And so, and I don't. Yeah, and and there's no money in this, you know. This 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 there's no absolutely no money in this. So why would you do it? You know what I mean? So for me, um, it's just it's the greatest thing of all times. I mean, you could have given me the largest vault full of money and told me that you can have that money or you could go on this journey. So I'd say keep the money because you you know you can't do you cannot put you can't put a value on what I've experienced just in the past four years going down this road. And so. There isn't, not 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 from where I'm standing. Uh, so I think again, that's just where people get they get scared. They don't want to. They, they the knee jerk reaction is to I don't believe them, and that's that's a part of what I do. Is uh, the onus is on you? You need to work to find out the truth because I I certainly don't owe you anything. You don't owe me anything. But a lot of what I do is entertainment. Everybody knows I've been known for hoax articles and satire stuff that I do, and I still do it regularly. But but that. Again, I don't have any, there's people tell me, you're a jerk, you know, you, you screw people's heads all the time, you know, it's like, well, you know what, <laughs> that's okay, you know, that's, if that's what it takes to get you to come out of your brainwashing, then that's what I'm here to, to help to deprogram you, so, you know. <laughs> Exactly. Sure. I mean, if if anything, anytime that I find out any, now, of course, anytime I would find out any sort of information that would that would uh, help to inform the the investigation. Um, you know, I lay it out all on the line. You know, when when I write about these guys, people can see that um, that you know I, I do a pretty thorough job, and I, I've I've talked to a lot of people. I have I've uh, um, done a lot of work, including with Chester's case. I was the first and and, and only uh, journalist to actually request from the L.A. County Coroner his autopsy report and get it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's one of those things where. Um, 
you know, I've got a reputation for being a, a bit of a, of a, of a jokester, you know, a prankster. And, uh, and, and then on, on top of it, you know, when I do really write about what I'm writing about and, and going into the deep world of the occult, I think it really terrifies people. I really do. I think it really terrifies people. I think it makes people uh, scared to ask questions of me um, and to to even try and even go to debate me because it's just like this this is terrifying stuff. Um, so, but that's that's the kind of uh, you know you can go either way with it. Is this guy writing stuff that's so sensational just to be so you know to be the greatest you know hoax writer of all times? Uh, or, or is this stuff legitimate? And so, you know, that's what I try to do is, is provide you links uh, that are getting you to other sources. The one thing people have to realize is that the reason why this is going on the way it is with me being the guy in the lead, being the number one muchacho in the world as far as being the most read and widely published of, of these types of writers, um, it's, it's a fluke. It was a, a complete fluke. It's all because of my, my background with, you know, being... Um, at the Metal Den site, and already having a, a big presence there. Everybody's known me for a number of years there. And and the fact that these these hoax articles that I was doing against Metallica, um, you know, that got played on the radio in England, that they, they actually had to contact the band to find out if, if, if Lars had actually retired. I mean, just all sorts of crazy stuff. But I, I'm sitting back laughing my ass off because they're actually publishing it. And... You know what I mean? So it's just, it's all entertainment on my end. But, but, but when this stuff happened with Chris, I thought, you know what, man, this gives me an opportunity. And I love Chris. You know how much I love Chris and Soundgarden. Um, and, and so I said, it gives me an opportunity to take the gloves off now because nobody really does trust me. So I can be that guy that walks down that dark road. And I'm the guy that can, I can, I can be the guy that gets to the, because Let's face it. I mean, as I said, these other these other writers out there, they put their little blog up and they get they get a few maybe a few thousand people to, you know, to read their their blog over the year. I'm talking. You know, I mean, that's like nothing. Um, and there there's very talented writers and researchers out there, but they're not getting published at sites like Yahoo, like I do. They're not getting interviewed like on a F, you know a FM radio program like this. They're not, they're not. Getting, you know, the one uh, hoax article that I was mentioned in that started this whole brouhaha with uh, in re regards to all this uh, hoax stuff with Chester and, and, and Chris was that um, that that one got a million shares on Facebook. And that was just on one article that that was on your newswire now, which is uh, News Punch. They changed. Strangely enough, they changed their whole site and everything after I devastated them. So. That's that's just what you're talking about. You're talking about have a lot more clout from a standpoint of a lot more people see what I what I'm writing, you know, and what I'm doing than than a typical, um, you know, sleuth or you know investigator into the paranormal and stuff like that. You might have a podcast or whatnot and, and get a, get a few thousand people to listen to it. You know, I mean, the, the bottom line is that I have an opportunity here. I knew that I could blow this thing up, and that's exactly what I did. That's probably the most thing I'm the most proudest about. Uh, besides the fact that I, I figured everything out and I, I'm able to to explain it to the people is that, man, I got this up. I blew it up. I mean, it. I got in newspapers. I was interviewed in Detroit News with Chris Cornell. They subsubsequently canceled uh, a second interview we were supposed to do about Chester. So...
Okay, you guys, let's do one more. Uh, the only thing is, it's still the choruses are pulling a little bit. As soon as we fix that, we got it. Let's do it again. That's it, that's it. We got it. Great. Come on in, come on in. That was All great. right, dude. Yeah. Uh, one cool, time. man. It's finally. <laughs> so what do you think? You think we got a hit with this one? Oh, yeah. It's them. them. Oh! <laughs> What's the deal here? Good, Fred. It's not my fault. Come on.
Yeah, it is. Don't push me. Oh, forget about him. Come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>